0: Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we take you deep into our take on all kinds of dark romance books, especially the men we hate to love to read about. But we warn you now, we're both going to have an opinion on all the things, so spoils upon spoils will occur.
1: We also want to duly note that this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all of the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and of course, filthy language.
0: We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Let's do this. Season two, episode one. Here we are. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm excited to be back doing this. Me too. We had a short break. Short. Feels weird though, not recording every week. Right. Right. Or multiple times, right. sometimes, right? Yeah, but no. Lots of things have happened though yeah. since we um, had season one and had our little bit of kind of like the finale part for that. Mm-hmm. Um, tw- twelve countries,
1: twelve countries,
0: uh, eighteen states in the U.S.
1: I mean, that's pretty good.
0: Three hundred and eighty-four plays. I mean, that's good too. That is so good.
1: I mean, we've only been what we published our first episodes on August twenty fifth, right? Yes. So that's, I feel like, it kind of feels like just yesterday.
0: It does, but you know, you can measure success when you figured out how to have a successful TikTok account. Oh. Uh, which is because of you.
1: I'm blushing. Yeah. Not really, but I'm getting the hang of it.
0: It's cute. I like it. So, um, if you guys don't know yet, then definitely. Go take a look at that because TikTok, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's That's my jam. I love it. All right. So, uh, episode one. This is actually going to be a supernatural series. We're gonna do The Dark Protectors by Rebecca Zanetti. Um, for those of you that know her, her series is actually quite large. So there's a couple spin-offs, there's a bunch of novellas. Um, and the series, I think, is even still going on today, mm-hmm. but we're covering kind of what I consider to be like the main part of the series and like what I fell in love with and continued on. But it's seven books. Um, we're really going to just kind of go over about the first four yeah. um, and the timeline of it today. But Rebecca Zanetti, y'all. She writes some things really, really, really well. And it's uh, vampires and sexy and alpha right. men and mouthy and controlling. Yes.
1: But also, they're good guys. They are. I loved her writing style. I could picture myself like in the world that she creates. I could picture like the sex scenes in my mind. Very clearly written and well written. She's so good.
0: She is good. She is good. So this series, um, vampires, so you kind of have, like, as the stories go on, you obviously add, you know, more characters. There'll be witches. There'll be demons. But there's a world that's set up for you that is kind of like, you know, lays underneath the human world, our everyday world. So humans, we don't really know that there are kind of like in today's world. Like, right. we don't think that they're anything. But there are vampires, vampires. Um, there are witches, there are demons, uh, there are shifters of all kind of animal form. Yeah. There is like a council that runs it. There's a king of the realm. Yeah. So you kind of have like the witch nation is their own deal and they have their own leadership and the demons the same way. But there is one king who kind of is the king of the realm of everyone and right. just make sure that everyone is staying hidden from yeah. humans. Uh, and that you're following, you know, kind of the rules of peace and that kind of thing. I, you get the sense it hasn't always been peaceful. Um, that there was, like, an epic war, right. you know, 200 years ago or whatever.
1: And the king of the realm is a vampire.
0: Yes. He's the vampire yes. of the kings and then also <laughs> yeah. the vampire of the realm. Yes. Um, and he has brothers. I I mean, you know, there's, like, what, five of them all together, right. I believe. But yep. the king is Dage. Yeah. Um Dage actually is the second book. So the first book you start out with his brother Talon. And Talon is like the military leader the, strategy, the yeah,
1: like guru soldier guy. Right.
0: Yeah, Of again the vampires yes. and the realm. Um but you also you basically open the book up though with a human woman. So you've got like a woman who's laying in bed and she can't sleep and her little kid comes in. And I think three is, so Janie is her daughter. She's like three. And um, pretty much right off the bat, Talon like breaks down some doors, comes in and says, you guys are coming with me. And he's like, but we got to get out of here. I'm actually the one protecting you. Something worse is on its way. And you've got a mom who's like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you in my house for? I don't understand what's happening. And I think she kind of quickly figures out something's off with him. Like, he's not just a normal guy. Right.
1: But Janie, and this is kind of where uh, it's brought in, where Janie is like,
0: Mom, we have
1: to go. Like, they're coming. He's here to help us. Like, as a reader, you're like, who is this little girl? Like, she is special. There's something about her that is not normal, not something a normal child should have. And also, this is kind of where we learn that Talon is like, bitch, get your shit. We're leaving. Like, where I'm not fucking about, like, you're about to die. And Kara, who is the mom, is like, no. Like, I don't know you. I don't trust you. Like, I'm here with my child. Like, mama instinct is rearing its head. And she doesn't want to go. Right. So it's a push and pull for a while. And then Janie is pretty much like, mom, a three-year-old is like, mom, let's go. Right. So they do leave. I mean, yeah. he does get them like out of their apartment or house or I can't remember what it is, but yeah, they do end up leaving. And I think at this point, too, you are kind of understanding that the realm, specifically the vampires... They protect the human race like they're part of their job while it is to balance and create allies within the other parts of the realm, the witches and the demons and, you know, those things, which we don't really know about them yet. But part of their job is to create balance, but also to protect the human world. So that is what he's doing there. Yeah, because somebody is coming to get. Janie who they think there is coming to get Janie we don't really know why yet though
0: yeah I think like as it I mean there's a bunch of stuff that happens that pretty much like Kara understands I don't know what Talon is but I do believe that he is going to protect Janie and then in return protect me but he quickly starts talking about, like, you're my mate. And she's right. like, yeah, I don't know what that is. And he was just like, we're going to get married. And she's like, yep, hard t- hard pass, hard yeah. stop. That's no. not happening here. Uh, but she is attracted to him. She will admit that she's attracted to him. And he does, like, steal, you know, moments from her and yeah. kisses and touches and whatever. And But he's very menacing. He's very dominant. And he's not really explaining a lot to right. her. Um, and once he, once he realizes that that's something he needs to do is actually mm-hmm. explained to this woman, what is explained to her is that Janie is prophesized. Yeah. So she, in some way, in some time, and nobody knows when or how, is going to save the world. Right. And it's really difficult for Kara to understand that, except what Kara has been kind of hiding. Um, is the fact that she is empathic. Like she has felt, you know, the, the way that she, the job that she has and the way that she's felt and things that have gone on and she knows her sister has visions. Like she knows she's not 100% human or 100% normal. Yeah. And what you find in this world is that any woman like human women that have some kind of supernatural ability or some kind of extra to them. Um, is something that is very attractive to like a supernatural male so in the vampires because that's who we are with right now is talon and then the king and then all the brothers we're with vampires and vampires can sense their mate like this i don't know like tattoo or like branding on their palm like rises to the surface and like if the if the Man, the vampire man doesn't like you know, place that brand on the woman while he's biting her and fucking her and shit like that. Then becoming the mate, like it hurts his hands until yeah. that happens. Um, so uh, you know, and a mating is forever, there is no breaking up a mating. Right. Like, I've branded you, I've bet you, you're my property, you're mine, I want you, but you want me too. Right. We can have babies now. And vampires are only born, they're not made. So, in this world, you can't just bite somebody and they become right. a vampire, you can only like get a mate which is either a witch or or you know what demon I think comes in chick form shifters and then these like enhanced humans um and then but you make vampire boys and that's how the next generations are made so it is really interesting um, you do find that because Janie is prophesized, all of the human or all of the supernatural races are after her. Right. Most importantly in this book, you're learning is what they call the Kurgens. Right. And in my opinion is like, a cross between like a creepy clown and like a, a what you think a bad vampire would be. Right. So they do have fangs. They cannot go in the sun. They have like orange hair and like white skin, and red eyes. Red eyes. Yeah, they're, creepy as fuck. they're creepy as fuck and they're really evil. Yeah. And like they want Janie, and they wanted Kara. Like the the king of their Kirjen world yes. wanted Kara, and then the son, which is Keelan. Um, who is around Janie's age or a little bit older than Janie, like is prophesized to, or like, you know, supposed to grow up and right. be mated to the prophesied one. And
1: when you do mates, like when a supernatural mates the human with whatever side abilities they have, they start getting each other's powers. So right. like Kara, for example, is an empath. So if her and Talon were to mate, he would, get empathic ability but she would also get some of his ability whatever that is they become immortal right essentially like they cannot die normally like they don't get sick and things like that so uh and it is explained like the good vampires like talon and the Realm vampires like they can go out in the sun yeah like they don't need like blood to live they need it to heal yeah for example but uh, they
0: eat regular food. right?
1: So it is, she does, the author does a really good job about, like, kind of placing descriptions, good descriptions on each, I guess, group in the realm. So it's very obvious when you're reading who is who. Because when she says, like, the Curgens, which is the bad, quote unquote, vampires, In your mind, immediately you know, okay, this is what they look like. This is, they're bad. This is what they want. Same thing with the vampires. So she does, a, I think, a really good job of not making it confusing.
0: Yeah. And even when you have all these, because you're also introduced to shifters in the first book. Um, And so it's very easy to kind of understand the differences of the species because of how clearly she explains everything. But you also get the hierarchy. So... Yes, you've got Dage and Talon, you know, the king of the vampires and the king of the realm. And, you know, that they're going to save Janie and Kara from these bad, you know, curjan folk. But then you also now you're introducing shifters. And so you have Jordan Pride, who's a lion shifter. And he is like the leader of his pride. He is the leader of the feline nation is what they call it. And so... You know, the Kurgans are after them. And so these are the situations that you build up in book one. You're finding out about the different species. You're finding out about how humans didn't know. You're finding out that Kara and Janie are more than just humans. Mm -hmm. But you're also developing this love story. And as much as Kara is trying to fight that Talon off and like the reality of it is, She's been alone her entire life with Janie. She only has her sister who's now, you know, in the wind hiding. Um, Her sister, Emma, is a scientist and was working for the Kurgens and didn't realize it. And when she did realize it, she took off because she knows they're dangerous. Um, So Emma knows about the vampires, but didn't know at this time that Kara and Janie are with the vampires. But the vampires are protecting them and, you know, that kind of thing. But with Kara... And the love story, like once she wraps her head around the idea of I can accept that there's other species, then she wraps her head around. I understand what this mating mark means because he mates her real quick, but she doesn't fully click into place. Their mating mark doesn't fully click to almost the end of the book. Right. So tons of push and pull. She doesn't do what he says. He's very dominant. He's the, you know, strategic leader of the entire realm who's just starting to go to war. He doesn't have time for childish bullshit. He won't explain things to her. And she's just like, well, I'm not about to do whatever it is that you think I'm going to do. I'll fuck you. And it will be amazing. But I don't have to listen to you. You think I might have to listen to you, but I'm going to do what I want to do. And she gets into trouble and, you know, he has to rescue her and, you know but what you find out when you know you get your love you get your not really i guess happy ending but the series continues on but you get talon and kira accepting each other loving each other their mate is fully in bonded Janie now has a father like she knows talon is her dad he might not be her blood father
1: like she knows ahead of things yes ahead of time like the Earth speaks to her, right? And, like she'll say, like off the cuff things about the future
0: that she just knows. That she
1: just knows. So, like you start to realize that her abilities are pretty massive. So, she knew Talon was coming before he came. So, the fact that he's in the picture, she's just like, "You're my dad. Like this is what's happening. You're my dad now." In the future but also i've known for a while and i'm only three
0: and now i have these uncles i know that uncle dage is the king and he's a good king and he takes care of everyone he knows that um uncle khan is the soldier he knows uncle kane is the scientist Um, uncle Jace is kind of like the powerful one, yeah. but like the youngest. So he's more like whimsical. Yeah. Like these are big, badass vampires that will let this little three-year-old girl like paint, paint their nails. Their nails yeah. And like, they're trying to put pigtails in her hair. Mm-hmm. Cause they're trying to take care of her and, you know, they'll, they'll dress her and her clothes won't match and her pigtails are crazy. And, you know, but they're trying and they just, it's like an insta love and yeah. a family dynamic. That's just very unique. Yeah. Um, and because Janie is prophesied and what we've known about her so far is that she has these visions and she just knows things. Um, King uncle Dage is the exact same way. He has visions yeah. and he's had visions of his love, his mate for hundreds of years. And it's Emma Kara's yeah. sister. So then you go right into and book it, two yeah. where Kara or Emma was kidnapped by the Kurgeons and Dage teleports to save her. Right.
1: Now, Emma. She annoyed me. She's a struggle. She I struggled with her and Dage a lot. I I don't know if it was here's the thing with me. The whole branding situation. Normally I feel like I would be against that. Like you're not branding me like a cow. That's not happening. It's very like old school, not the actual men bring their women, but like just the guy says jump and the woman says how high, but also you're mine forever and you don't really have a choice kind of situation. And Emma like pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> get branded so we can move word. yeah like it was hers was too much i kara had it but she gave in quicker yeah and emma just push and push and and push and i don't even mind the brand i feel like listen if this hot ass fuck vampire who i know would protect me loves me fucks like a god wants to brand me Smack it on my ass. Yeah, like, let's go. Let's move on and move forth. And Emma was just like, no, 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 no. And I'm
0: like, bitch, come on. Yeah. Oh, the branding. Like, I mean, again, you you get it. It happens. The mating yeah. happens with every book because yeah. every book is like every brother yes. or whatever. But. So Talon's was written so fucking hot that I'm like, yep, I got no problems right. with any of that. So then I'm rooting for Gage right. to get to slap his mark on yes. Emma's ass so that, you know, you can move right. on to see how great it is. Because the way the mating process works is you get your bite, right? Like, right. he has to bite her. He's got to be, like, inside of her at the time. Right. But because this, like, you know, raised brand on his palm right. that's been causing him pain and, like, they kind of talk about it like if you had an infected tooth. Yeah. Like, until you can use your brand, until you can right. transfer it onto your mate, you're not settled. And then your bond's not settled and you can't do what you got to right. do. And the some of them, some of the brothers let their mate pick, like, in the heat of the moment. Right. Like, where are you going to want this? Because what yeah. this brand looks like is a tattoo. Yeah. And it's got, like, the K, because their last name is Karis. Yeah. And it's, like, a K and then, like, all this, you know, Celtic, Celtic knots, and, knots stuff, yeah. and stuff. And it's really just sexy. The whole experience is sexy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you want it on your shoulder because I'm holding you down right. while I'm fucking the shit out right. of you. And then I'm going to bite you and my brand. And it's so hot. Right. So, no, I don't mind. Tattoo right. my ass for all That's I care. But Emma is worse than Kara as far as her oh stubbornness. She puts but,
1: herself in danger. She puts everyone else in danger. She like, does.
0: But she does have something she's hiding. Like yeah. she's had a vision. She's all, you know, she's had a vision that she's going to die. And she knows Dage loves her. And she knows that he's hers. And she knows that if, or she thinks if she gives into the mating bond with him, that when she dies he's not going to take it well like he's the king of the realm right. the whole world depends on him humans that don't even know about him depend on him yeah. to keep his shit together and he's the most dangerous yes. he is the most dangerous the amount of control it takes this vampire not to end the world yes. and he has enough power to do so yes. and the only thing holding him back all of these years was the idea of him finding her right. and now that he's found her he doesn't give a Fuck, she's going nowhere. Right. And she's building up her walls, and she won't let him know the things that are happening. And it's pissing him off. And he's threatening, like, I will go in and beat your mental shields to death. You've got 24 hours. Figure it out, highness. Right. Because he calls her queen. He's like, you're the queen of the realm. Like, all it's going to take is my tattoo on your ass, and and it's fucking happening. She's like, no, I'm just going to have sex with you. I'm not going to love you. Fuck you. You already love him. That was what their book was about except the one thing. Dage just first of all I just have to discuss Day is fucking hot. He is very yes. hot. He is he's that lovable kind of asshole because yeah. you love him, you respect him, you know he's a good guy, you know he could be a soft, sweet, romantic, right. wonderful man, but he also is going to grab you by the back of your neck, and right. he is going to put you down on a desk, right. and he's going to fuck the shit out of you and say some naughty, naughty things, and you're like, okay, King, you're kinky. Like, right. I like this. I'm down. I, am down. <laughs> I love me some Dage. So he... always like she'll come back with some kind of smart mouth and he'll just be like and you just will fall for anything he has to say so i get where her struggle is she cannot stop fucking him and i don't blame her right but the only thing i loved one of the most amazing scenes for me in the entire series is she's done something to piss him off and he's snapping he's snapping his control is done he picks her the fuck up carries them to their room Shuts the door, locks the door, looks at guards outside his door. And he was like, she, the queen's not allowed to leave. She's going to stay here until I fucking get her. And she's behind the door going, oh, hell fuck you. And he just leaves. Right. So the whole day he's gone off doing business, like actual shit that matters, but still in the back of his head, he's like, Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Well, then he's like, Nope, no, she deserved it. She deserved it. And she's like, he's going to die. I am plotting his death. (laughs) So at the end of their work day, he shows up at the door and he's like leaning against it and stuff. And he could hear she's standing in the middle of their bed and she cocked her motherfucking gun. She's like, come in here if you want to, but I'm going to shoot your ass. (laughs) I loved it. He does go in. I mean, he, like, he breaks down the door yeah. and jams her gone. And yeah. d- does from very delicious, delicious punishing yeah. things to her body. And it was one of the best sex scenes of the series. It
1: was very good. I do like the dynamic of their relationship where further on, like, as you kind of learn more about them as a couple, when she pisses him off, he picks her up and throws her in the pool, which... I think it's so funny because he's like, well, you need to cool down. Literally. Here we go. I'm throwing your ass into the pool. Calm yourself down. Yeah. I love it.
0: And he always tells her to like, you need to remember it's not the king who has you right now. It's the man. Yeah. Yeah. So and she's very unbothered by the fact that yes, he's a king. He does, she
1: does not give a she fuck. She doesn't
0: give a fuck. So their story, you know, goes on and many of things happen, and these were just, you know, kind of highlighting some of yeah. the things on it. Um, but it it's 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 great. You're you're starting to understand that the next brother um that falls into line, like has a witch that he yeah. was mated to that like a hundred years has passed. Like they made it on a one night stand. She lives in Ireland. Yeah. She's a witch. So now, you know, witches exist. Yeah. Um, you, they're, they're like adoptive brother is Jordan pride from the wolf pack yeah. or the shifters. Yeah. Um, cause he hung out with Talon in the first book. They've been like best friends their entire lives. They all took power at the same time because their parents were killed and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, basically book three, you go into, um, Con, Khan. Khan, and then book four you go into Jordan. Yeah. So the the world just continues on, and and it gets better, and you start understanding that there's now demons, and right. there's the hierarchy of how the realm is ran. Is that there is a council um that that chases werewolves. Werewolves are bad, so there's a werewolf thing, and there's the prophecy, and so these are your spiritual leaders, yeah. and Dage is in charge of all this shit, and the war that's starting to happen. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely get into more of that. Um, So, But we actually are going to pause it right here just to have um, just a quick break here and just have a moment to say uh, thank you to the partners of the Smut High podcast. Welcome back. Um, We are getting into points of the book that there has been kind of like a new addition to the war that's already going on kind of over Janie. We have a virus now. So the Kurgans had started to use chemical warfare um, and kind of had planned it around the fact of if they couldn't get Janie back and, you know, certain ways that they were trying to get her back from the vampires, the vampires were going to keep her, then they were going to unleash this new weapon. Um, So this virus actually affects the mates of vampires. So we don't know yet how it affects shifters. We don't know how it affects demons or witches or any of the other races. But we know how it affects vampire mates so far because Kara has it. Right. And Kara had actually uh, also found out that she was pregnant. So vampires take a minute, I guess, in order to kind of get to the pregnancy point. But Tara and and Talon, or Kara and Talon, kind of got that real quick. Yeah, real quick. Um, And so not only is she worried because she's pregnant and a a vampire mate, but the virus is affecting her. Right. Um, It makes them sick. It takes away their mating mark, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, sister Emma is on the case as far as getting it worked out. But so that's like something that's also out there in addition to all of the things that we're trying to learn about Janie. Right.
1: So uh, my favorite part of the series is revolving around Janie and what is called the dream world. So Janie uh, is still very young, but she can, when she goes to sleep, she can put herself into a dream world and she can allow people into it. So this is where we meet Zane and Kaylin. So Kaylin is whom we know to be a curgeon. So bad vampire, but Janie, I'm not sure yet. She knows his stance on life, just that he has decisions to make uh, and he can make good ones or bad ones. She does not know and has not seen in the future what his decisions will bring to the war. Then we have Zane who we do not know. And she does not know who Zane is. He's just a small boy, and he calls her Janie Bell and he's like super sweet and like is kind of protective towards her. And they are all kind of in there together. So she likes Zane. She feels like she has a connection with Zane, and she just isn't quite sure where Kaylin fits in to the world. So, We're starting off with Janie very small, and then we kind of get into they grow up together in this world. Zane isn't always around, but he usually shows up if she calls him, and Kalen right now has to essentially be asked into the world. So Janie has been letting him in because she still thinks that there's something good about him, but as readers, we know he's bad. Like he's, Mm -hmm. He's a murderer. He loves murdering women. Um, he's manipulative and he wants to mate Janie because he wants her powers. Like it has nothing to do with her, her. Uh, and he says that his people have proph- prophesized that Janie is his. Right. Of course, Janie does not know this. I think she just wants him to be good. She thinks she yeah. can turn him good.
0: Yeah. I think she thinks like the... Whatever it is that she's supposed to do, it has to do with Keelan and Zane. Yes, and so she wants them because she met them at such a young age, and they're they're growing up together in this dream world. She wants them to all be friends, and she thinks that there is good in everyone. And I think Zane gets frustrated with her because. He wants to look at her and just be like, can't you see Kaelin for the creep that right. he is? And Kaelin goes, well, you don't even know what Zayn is. Right. And Zane won't tell you. Right. What Zayn is. And so, but she's still trying to see the good in everyone. And especially Kaelin, because she knows what, how bad Kurgens are. And she yes. knows that he's part of like the royal family of the Kurgens yeah. and that he will be a leader. Yeah. But she also does things for him like when she invites him into the dream world she makes it sunshine because he's a Cursion so he yeah. can't have the sun. So he always, she always does that to like add a comfort for him. Right. And they always meet like by the water and like by sand and yeah. you know that kind of stuff. So the dream world is really cool as you go on yes. throughout the books yes. and, and as Janie grows up and as things start happening you know in the books. Yes. So when you get into book three, which is Khan, so Khan is our, um, like, our soldier. He is the vampire, uh, you know, of the vampire race. He's, like, the greatest soldier ever done, right. you know, ever made, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, like, I don't know, a billion fucking years ago, he was just hanging out with, yeah. you know, the royal families all in Ireland, and he sweet-talked a little witch girl, um, you know, off of her feet and out of her knickers, and they accidentally made it. Right. So... Han doesn't believe that they accidentally mated because he is very much in belief of when I found my mate, right. the brand will appear on my palm. That palm now needs to go on right. your ass gotcha. and you are mine. But Little Winch Princess was like, well, fuck you. And right. she actually is from a powerful witch line. Yeah. She is the seventh sister of this or you know seventh daughter of this like powerful witch woman yeah. who's part of the royal family of the witch nation yes. or whatever and they are not ready she's not ready to be mated she she's was young she's, she's young not fully into her power and not done what she right. thought she wanted to do so dage being the diplomatic brother slash king right. comes in on the behalf of the realm to not piss off the witches because yeah. i guess that's not a good idea right. And was like, listen, we'll give a hundred years. So Khan will not step foot in Ireland to right. come after Moira for a hundred years. So all this war is starting to happen. And Janie comes into Khan's life as yeah. this perfect little niece. But now he knows that there's a virus out there that's affecting uh, witch- or, you know, mates of yeah. uh, vampires. And she's a witch, but yeah. she's his mate. And yeah. he's like, your fucking time is done. Like, we're yeah. done. I invade. So right. he came to Ireland, and she was like, don't come here. Like, I'm not coming back with you. I'm not your wife. A one-night stand does not dictate right. my future. And you pretty much go through the same push and pull that you do yes. with all of the mates. But it's sexy. It's mostly in Ireland. Yeah. They do this setting very well. You get this introspective, like, into the witch world and, like, how the witch world yeah. operates. And what that the, they're not truly really happy with Dage yeah. right now. And they
1: have their own war within the witches. Yeah. Too, so we add that. And pretty much kind of like, bitches, you had your hundred years. Like, you're mine now. Yep. Let's go. I'm taking you. Walk. Or you're going over my shoulder. Like, yeah. that's it. And he, within the hundred years, he knew he was mated to a witch. So he learned, because witches, uh, they can, like, physics, uh, like, they can change air molecules and you know they have powers
0: things. yeah they have witchy powers but
1: he learned yes. how to do it because he had got some of her power because they mated, and so she thinks he's just been fucking about for a 100 years and he's like no girl I've been learning your world you can't like a fireball from you will not work because I know how to throw my own and
0: and that's like not heard of right, for a vampire right. so
1: She's like, okay, well, I guess I can't fight him with power. So I'm just going to be a brat because that's what he calls her. Yep. Uh, And it is a lot of push and pull, but they're already mated for like, in my mind, they're already mated. So like, I like the push and pull. I did too. Uh, So yeah, I like them. Yeah. I like them as a couple. Because she's
0: fighting him the entire time. Like a one night stand is not the rest of my life. Um, because I don't think what we mentioned with the mating is that we did mention mating is forever, but in this world, mating means that no one else can touch you. Right. So like if another, if an unmated male of any species touched yeah. a mated, you know, in like female a in a sexual yeah. manner, they get like an allergy rash, like a headache, it's excruciating, like you can't yeah. touch someone else's mate. So Khan and Moira have been like virgins for a hundred fucking years because they can't touch anyone else and they're not together. And he thinks that she has been studying all this time to take her place as part of the royal family in the line of witches. But what he didn't know is that she was actually part of the witch enforcers. So she has cousins, they're witches, yeah. they're guys, they run the enforcers, they take care yeah. of all the members of the, you know, the coven, they come later, y'all, but they're yeah. super fucking hot, too. But... Well,
1: she got his strength when yes. he made it, so now she is a badass enforcer. Yeah. I did love that. I love that, too. Yeah.
0: Um. But their, their relationship is very interesting, how they come back together and kind of remate is very yeah. sexy, too. He browns, brands her again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just fate doing what fate does. But another really cool thing that does happen in their book, though, is that we get revisited back to Kara. So some crazy things are going down yeah. in the witch world. Some bad, a bad witch takes Kara. Well, it takes Moira, but Kara was with her. Yeah. Kara is pregnant, and Kara has to have this baby now. Yes. So by the time you end book three, yep. uh, Talon's son Garrett has been born. Yes.
1: So. I'm just going to, I have a, the end of book three is my favorite part of the entire series because I feel like it brings everything together uh, in regards to the dream world with Janie. So they're all in this dream world. She goes in at this point, she's learning to meditate into the dream world. So she can just go in. She doesn't have to be sleeping. And Kaylin and Zane are the same. So she's in this dream world and Kaylin shows up and she's at this point still trying to figure out where he is in her life, what's happening with this. So he's like, you know what, let me explain something to you. I'm going to tell you a little story uh, and then you can kind of understand where the three of us, including Zane are going to be prophesied where we're going to stand in the war together. Mm -hmm. So he tells her this story um, and it's about a scorpion. So he says he is the scorpion in the story. So I'm going to read you what it says in the book. So we can kind of understand the magnitude of the three of their relationships and how they work in the story. So Kaylin says, One day there was a terrifying flood, a dangerous flood that threatened the entire world. It swept through a valley and a scorpion and frog got stuck on the side of a rushing river. A mean-looking stork waited on the other side, probably wanting to eat the poor frog. The scorpion asked for a ride across the river. In exchange, promised to protect the frog from the stork. So, well, because everyone wants to survive right? So the scorpion needs a way to get across this river. So he wants to use the frog. So Kalen says, essentially the frog's like, cool, get on my back. Let's go across the river. The scorpion then jumps on his back and stings him. And the frog's like, well, why would you do that? Now we're all going to die. And Kalen says, well, the scorpion says, sorry, it's in my nature. So in his nature to kill, No matter what. Right. So now we know Kaylin and the story for Janie, he's telling her, listen, I'm bad. Like, I'm not the good guy in the story. I know you think I have good in me, but I do not.
0: And none of that stops me from coming to get you. Right. You are going to be mine. Your powers will be mine and I will rule the world. Yep.
1: So, um, so then of course, Zane, who side note is my favorite, um, (laughs) he shows up and uh is essentially like what are you guys doing and like why wasn't i invited here i am stop talking because zane does not like kaylin anywhere near janey because he wants to protect Janie, right so uh janey is like well i don't like your story of course and kaylin's like well i do and that's the deal um and zane is essentially like listen I'm taking Janie. Janie is mine. She will be mine. She will never be yours. That's the deal. So at the end of book three, Janie is like, okay, so you're the scorpion. And he's like, no, I'm the flood. So at this point for me, I'm like, okay, Zane is, he's gotta be something extremely powerful. If the flood is what's going to create all the havoc in the world. I liked it because he is somebody. We still, at this point, don't know. We don't know who he is, but Janie is also like, well, shit. Okay. Zane is someone super duper important. And Dage at this point is trying to figure out who the fuck this kid is. Yeah, because to no the family, knows. you know, yeah. this is
0: a little girl. She is yes. the prophesized one, but they love her like a little girl. Yes. And so they know she has these imaginary friends yes. and they don't know who Zane is. And yes. they get that she has visions. And so it's like everything that you would normally blow off that a small child would say to you, right. everyone has to pay attention to when yes. she says it because she's the prophesized yes. one. But what I love about book four is that we actually go ahead like 10 years. So like Janie's like 16, 18, something like that now. So she's no longer this little girl. So and what we find out is that Zane has like pushed her out of his dream world. Like right. he he won't come when no. she summons him, and like when he does show up, it's because he's mad at her or right. his guard is down. Or right. you can tell these years have been really hard on him. Right. He's
1: scarred. He's scarred. He's also massive and tall, and he's got kind of like the arrogant, like. I'm somebody important, but I'm too busy fighting to deal with you, but also you're still mine. Like, I want you to know you're still mine. Right. Don't forget about it, but also bye. Like, you're not going to see me for a while.
0: And she's letting him know, too. Like, listen, I've grown up with these men around me, all these alpha vampire men. Like, so your crap isn't anything new to me. Like, I am treated like a glass doll. And put behind, you know, a case. Yeah. But I still, I can fight. Yeah, I know how to do stuff. I'm fucking smart. I yep. know it's all about me, motherfucker. Yep. You'll be lucky if I let you have yep. me, kind of a thing. So, and then, you know, you got the courage in showing up and Kalen and doing yes. all of his thing. And, you know, threatening her all the time. Which, that when I am going to come and get you yes. and blah, blah, Which blah. Which
1: she is very smart because she kisses Kalen. And she gets his blood. Like, she bites his lip. Because he bites her, so now they have each other's blood, and then Zane comes back, and they kiss too, and she bites his lip. So now she has both guys' blood on purpose, because she's a smart bitch, so that now she can summon them into her world. Yep. But they both have her blood too, so the idea is if you have somebody's blood... You know where they're at. You can find them. Mm-hmm. So uh, it does add a little bit of more crazy into yeah. the Janie, Zane, and Kaylin situation.
0: Right. Which is, if you haven't guessed already, is the ongoing theme throughout all the books. Yes. Because technically, book four, what we have, you know, we, we've gone 10 years into the future and some things have happened in the shifter world. Yes. Um, because this is Jordan Pride's book. Yes and his mate is somebody is a side character that we've met from book book one named katie and she's like a lioness you know shifter or whatever but she gets the virus so she ends up being one of the first shifters to get the actual virus that the curgins unleashed and she loses her ability to shift so she's been in love with jordan since she was four years old like he he rescued her, her she, it was the first time she had turned into a shifter. Her parents had died. She didn't live with a pack. She didn't know she was a shifter. He brought her to his pack. He found her a mama, and she's been crushing on him her whole life. But he's always treated her like a little girl yes. and never looked at her like a woman. But when all of a sudden she's in her 20s and she gets this virus and she can't shift anymore, he wants to mate her so that she can possibly get her powers back with how like powerful he is being like the leader of all the shifters. Right. But she's like, "Fuck you! You only want to do that because I'm weak, and if I can't ever shift, you can't be the leader of the pride, and your mate being unable right. to shift, like they'll overthrow you and kill you because that's the world we live in."
1: Which I respected her for that. I
0: like, agree.
1: I don't. I I love you, but like, if you mate me, it will destroy you. But also, it'll destroy me because you're only mating me out of convenience. And she holds to that. Yes. and not in an annoying way, just like. No, it's not good for me. It's not good for you. I'm not sacrificing you in that way. Like, I love you more than that. And so I... And really, I want you to love me. Right. And I did really respect her because it wasn't an annoying push and pull. It was just like, hard stop. No. Right. Yeah.
0: And then she goes away. So you're vaulted yep. again a little bit more into the future. Yep. And she has a new job where she has this unique ability of being able to sense werewolves and yes. werewolves are becoming a big deal right now because behind the scenes, some courage bullshit is fucking going down virgins. with the fucking werewolves. Right. Now viruses galore werewolf yep. toxins and Lots Jordan's in trouble. And he might be a vampire or a yeah. werewolf and the vampires might have to kill him. And he still wants Katie, but he doesn't want Katie because right. she can't be his mate because he's gonna die. Right. Cause he won't be a werewolf. And she's like, fuck you. You I want you and I love you. And I, I have no idea what to tell you. Here's what I will tell you. Shifter fucking mating <laughs> is my new favorite fucking thing. I
1: mean, it was
0: It was phenomenal. It was in
1: the rain in the fucking dirt like in
0: the mud as
1: hell. teeth
0: and claws yeah. and their mating is like in their neck yeah. or in their shoulder and teeth have yeah. to meet bone and all oh. she
1: essentially was like you're a fucking coward like she revved him up to lose control that was yes. the point like yes she wanted him to be so pissed that he reacted because he never reacts
0: right or loses control yeah
1: and so she baited him
0: Yep, and, and one.
1: was and
0: one. Oh God, everybody won. was a winner, in yeah, that sure. mating scene—it was <laughs> really fucking good. Gold medals all around. Oh, so good. But you know, they make it. Yeah. I'm just gonna spoil that for yeah, you because it's book it. four, and there's like seven in right. total. We'll talk about. So they make it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great. So I mean, this is the just the first four books. Yeah, there's-,
1: there's a lot going on. We're now. Four couples in plus Caitlin, Janie, and Zane. It's a lot. But yeah. as I said at the beginning of the episode, the author does a like such a good job, A, not making it confusing, B linking everything in. And three, you literally understand what's going on and you can picture the world. Yeah. And the sex and the relationships and everything, all the things.
0: Yeah. And, like, again, there's a family. There's a yeah. core family. Yeah. There's royalty. There's a hierarchy. Yeah. There's a war. There's species. There's matings. There's babies. There's love. There's power. There's everything. Everything, everything in this series. So good. And, but yet every character is unique. Yes.
1: Every single one.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. And we'll continue to love it. Yes. Because next week we're going to finish it out. Yes um we're gonna go over the last three books of the initial you know part of the series from rebecca zanetti so it's great it gives you guys another week to just kind of catch up on what we're talking about because it it finishes with a motherfucking bang yeah it does so it's good
1: quick reads, so yeah highly recommend let us know what you think yeah that's it till
0: next week
1: that's all i got. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smart Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smotthive.allook.com. At we would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.